To our guest we go, obstacle course racer Thomas Fontonda. We want to talk about a whole host of things, but first of all, Thomas, I need to find out what's an obstacle course racer. What's an obstacle course racer? Normally, the easiest way to describe that is just to think of like think of like an army boot camp course on steroids. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the easiest way to, or the name that people usually like kick to is, as I mentioned, the warrior race. It's like a local obstacle race we have it, and it's like the biggest one in, in South Africa. Um, if I have to ex- explain it to people that have no idea what it is, it's uh, running with various differences, uh, distances, various various disciplines, I guess, with obstacles to overcome throughout the running. Anything from, I guess, like climbing a rope, carrying a sandbag, traversing some sort of twisty body balance maneuver, <laughs> whatever they can think of. Um, yeah, in short, that'll be... OCR or obstacle course racing. So it's a bit, it's a bit like when we were children. We used to you run somewhere and then you got to climb over yeah, the jungle gym and get back and then run somewhere and go down the slide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of my mates call me a professional jungle gym racer. <laughs> <laughs> how did, how did, how did the first of all? Obviously, it, it's been a great sport. I've seen a lot of teams do it. It's a great team building event. How did you become a, a, a very well sponsored obstacle course racer? Sure. Um, okay. Quite a long story cut short would be initially started as fun, pure fun. Mm. I had some, some mates from a, a kickboxing club and we just, as people normally do, take it like a team building thing. And um, as I finished that event with my mates, I saw the people that was there to, to race it finish the, their race. And mm. I was like, yo, okay, this is like a really fun, like a cool thing to try as a race. And I entered the next one to do competitively, but unknowingly entered uh, into like a non-competitive batch. Right. So I started like 10 minutes behind the, the first Oaks or the, the elite, as they call them. Usually there's two categories, like elite meaning you're there, serious business, no assistance, podium prize money, mm. and non-elite meaning here for the beer, <laughs> take your time, you know, yeah, what's your mate? So I entered the here for the beer category and... I finished second overall <laughs> on the line. <laughs> I was like, like what? So that was a bit of a light bulb moment. Like Thomas, hey, you need to put some effort into this. You can actually oh. do really well. And I entered the next one correctly, and I won three warrior races in a row. I was like, hey, Thomas, you're supposed to be doing this. Mm. Um, yeah, six years down the line, um, I think I've, I've done my thousand hours of obstacle racing. Sure. And yeah, it's... It's been quite a crazy journey to get where I am. Um, I kind of, let's, let's say it like this, I kind of grew with the sport in, in South Africa. Mm, mm. Internationally, it's a really big big sport, but locally it kind of only started like, yeah, six, seven years ago. What was your background? Were you, uh, uh, as you said, kickboxing? So was that your sport? Were you a runner, gym bunny? Uh, yes, I won't go gym bunny full uh, More More runner. Right. Uh, I was always like a... I just called an active kid on school and um, did all kinds of sports, but I never really was exceptional at anything. Like cross-country running, and it's some, you know, rugby cricket, but mm. all that. Um, I'm quite a, I won't say skinny now, but I was like always more of a skinny kind of kid, so I won't be the, the gym buddy or more like the runner side of, of, of sports. Okay. And then, uh, I did kickboxing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
So, so you, you're a strong. I, I, I'm just imagining what type of person would be a good obstacle course racer. It, you, you'd need you need a little bit more. It's it's almost like a triathlete. You need a little bit more strength than just endurance, right? Yeah, like I would say, it's a very mean, like balanced sport mm. in terms of body type. You need everything: strength, crossfit. Like, yeah, like crossfit mixed. Cross country. <laughs> um, <it's> <laughs> throw, throw in some mud and somebody shooting bullets over your head, it'll be great. Yeah, yeah, perfect. You need some fire, you need some mud, and now a whole lot of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just suddenly just thinking, what's that TV program where they got to jump on the red balls and uh, and and just oh, yeah. go over Why swings? The, that that's your kind of sport, isn't it? Yeah, I would go love to try that. That looks like a, that's more the fun part of our sport, but. Take that and then line up like 80 to 100 really serious fitness enthusiasts <laughs> and ask them all to be at the other side at like first. And then imagine what happens in between that yeah. fast uh, Okay. And throw in some running as well, just on top of that. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, all right. Now that we know what an obstacle course racer is, Thomas Fantonde, the reason we've got you on here is talking about setting goals. Uh, obviously, you're talking about setting goals for pro athletes, but like the psychologist we were talking to earlier, it affects everybody. We all should be setting goals. We're all pro athletes in our own little worlds. So, why is it important to set a goal? Sure. I think now more than ever, it's important to set a goal. Um, for me personally, it's been the factor of having uh, a mindset of this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I had to an example last year, the OCR World Championships uh, held in London in October, I had this mission and this goal like I was going to take the 3K event as my speciality and focus the whole build-up of the year to that specific event. And um, yeah, Long story short, I got a second place on it, mm-hmm. but having a goal or something like determined, made up in your mind, this is what I'm aiming for. Makes a huge amount of difference just in your mindset and build-up and preparation to try and achieve this. If, let's say, I said, I'm going to go to World Champs later this year and I'm going to see how it goes. I'll try my hand at the 15K, the 3K, and 100 meter, and we'll see. Mm. Like, that's such a big mental shift for me personally, having that goal. And I said now more than ever because we all we've all been yanked out of our normal routines and normal world is now this new normal and like for me as a pro athlete my life's been upside down I guess like all the people out there mm. and now where do we I where do I find the motivation to like go train if I don't even know if there's going to be events this year and for me to get out of that rut or that position where I was stuck at is I set some small personal goals like a 10k time and I had it feel close to my home that I want to set the fastest time on and just some smaller project goals and that made a huge difference for me personally. So, you say they have to be quite specific. So let, I want to bring that in. Let's bring it into my world, for example. I've got a, 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 a kilometer route that I used to walk. Instead of saying I want to try and do that twice in three weeks, you have to get specific. I want to walk that in five minutes on a Monday, like that, right? I would be, yes. Um, if you say I want to walk that route under five minutes, um, if you if you even if you go as far as to say I want to do it on a Monday as well, even better. Okay. You kind of commit to it. You say, like, I'm doing this on a Monday, taking dedicate to, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning or whatever, each day. Yeah. Um, it just gives you 
that definite that this is what's happening, that's where I'm going, this is what I'm going to do to get there. If you leave it hazy, as in I want to try and see if I can make time within the next two weeks to go and walk that route, <laughs> then, right. you know, you're not really going to be as committed. And you're going to kind of, if something else comes up, you're going to prioritize that instead because you haven't put this thing into place. Okay. Uh, human be- human beings are famous for putting things off, though. So I guess this is one way to, to help yourself, yes? Exactly. Exactly. This is like almost like hacking yourself. Right. Uh, Which, go ahead. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the biggest things all around, goals, no goals. If you're able to honestly analyze yourself, mm. that's like the first huge step forward. Just to be honest and say, okay, I didn't go do this training because I was too lazy or I put it off. Mm. Like if you can realize things that you do, like analyze yourself, I think that helps. For me, that helps a lot. Okay, what is a reasonable goal, though? Yours was to uh, to go overseas and to win the event, right? Yes. Okay, so oh. I wouldn't be able to set that goal. So how do you know that your goal is not too easy but also not too difficult? No, that's actually a good question because if you set your goal like way out, let's say – someone that hasn't been training for a couple of months now wants to get off the couch and go. Yeah, so if I was to say, I want to run the Comrades next year, I know that's that's impossible, but why not set it? Yeah, I think it'll be this will be very different for everyone um, in terms of you should obviously gauge yourself to see what, what you think is physically possible. Mm. Setting goals that you think is slightly out of your reach is, is in my opinion, good. Um, but... To find the like that balance of okay, what's undoable and what's just going to hurt you. I think normally I advise people like for training specifically. If you want to say I want to get to a 5k distance, I want to be able to run 5k. Right. Do like a test to see okay, how far can I currently run? If I go walk out the door and I start warm up with, (laughs) I start running. How far can I go before I need to walk or like? See where you are currently mm. and then see where you need to be in X amount of time, meaning you want to run comrades next year. And then you can work out to see, okay, I've got that amount of time. This is the possible like uh, progress I can make in that amount of time. And you kind yeah. of just break it down. Okay. So it's, it's, small what, chunk. it's what you said earlier. You need to be quite honest with yourself in, in this. D- does it help to have... I know you guys must have coaches. Surely your coaches would, yeah. they, they've got that, that outside view to go, all right, this is, this is your goal. You can achieve that. I believe in you. How important is that to have a brother, sister, spouse, cousin, uncle, whoever, to help you along? That made, for me, that's a huge factor, especially if you're going to take it like a serious thing or something that you're out of, out of comfort with. Or mm. If you have that outside, it's called a trust almost. There's someone believing in you it makes it easier to believe in yourself. Um, like, again, I'll just refer back to my world with the mm. old world champs vibe coming up. And, like, because if, if you go over as a small group representing the country, the whole community as a South African obstacle community kind of gets yes. behind you. And you feel all that support, and you're like, I don't know, it just gives you so much drive. Right. And, like, on a smaller scale for, for everyday work at home, a coach makes a huge difference but even just someone that can train with you if you find a gym buddy or a running partner 
even that makes a huge difference. Mm. Like being able to commit to say, I'm going to run with this, this friend of mine every Tuesday or whatever the case may be. Um, just having that, let's call it mutual um, backing each other, that, that already makes a big difference. My guest is Thomas Fantonde, is an obstacle course racer. We're talking about setting goals, not in necessarily just sports, but also in life in general. I know, Thomas, that uh, you're talking about having a, a buddy. I, I was a cyclist, and having somebody to get me up at half past four in the morning to go for a ride in the middle of winter, that was the most important. Yeah, that was the only reason I got up every morning, was because I didn't want to let this person down. It's so easy yeah. when you're by yourself to go, Psht, I'll go at nine or ten when the sun is up, and then you don't, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But just for, I guess we're, we're relating this to sport, but it kind of is applicable to anything. Mm, mm. If you want to learn to play music instrument or whatever the case may be, if you if you start with someone, it makes it way easier to commit to that like journey. I'm going to do this. Or, uh, for me, it's made a big difference. Just trying to stay committed to to training. I had a running partner that lives close by, but I never ran with him. And, after we got out of under uh, lockdown, like, yeah. I was like, hey, dude, we're going to meet up every day. <laughs> Since we're both not working, we're running. And it made a huge difference. Do you prefer somebody that's slightly better than you, or do, would you prefer to be slightly better than your training partner? Hmm, I would say if I have, the, like, in the perfect world, I'll have a training partner that is better than me, that I do some sessions with, and then a different guy or a different group it's kind of on par or below where I'm at. Right. Like, I think having those opportunities to train or to do something with, with someone that's better than you definitely encourages growth or like pushes you to do more than you used to. Mm. But also, the other the other side of it is if you, if you train with someone that's um, less, less fit or less, less skilled at, at what you do, it gives you that confidence like, okay, I'm, I'm good at this. And yes. I think both sides has got its, uh, its benefits, but for me, yeah, I tend to be the sucker to go train with those who's better than me. It makes you feel good that day that you beat them. If you get to beat them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, like, I don't know if I go train with these people, like, uh, the biggest factor for me trying to improve my running because I'm quite heavy for one and all. Right. But um, I go train with these really fast folks and then, while, while training, I think, like, yes, how am I going to ever run this fast? But when you're done, you feel really good because you yes. kind of climbed out of your little comfort bubble. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, so lessons learned today. Set yourself a goal. Set yourself a goal that's a little bit further than you would expect to go, but be realistic in that and yeah. and have somebody to help you reach that goal. Yeah, and then now and then try and, um, I would say, step out of the comfort bubble. Mm do things that you're uncomfortable with, like go train with the faster people, go with the more skilled people yeah. now and then. It's good. Play play, play a match against the best squash player on the log. Yes. It'll probably smash you, but you're going to learn one or two things. Yeah, you'll learn a lot, actually. All right, it's been great talking to you. Uh, if somebody is interested in obstacle course racing, Thomas, you know, obviously lockdown and everything has changed, but where, where's the best place to start finding out about the sport? Um, yeah, there's a couple of places. Uh, obviously, the the most well-known um, obstacle race in the country is called the Warrior Race. You can mm-hmm. Google that. It'll, it'll come up. Or you can go on to a website called SAOCR, um, like South African Obstacle Course Race. S-A-O-C-R. There's, there's a calendar with all the events possibly happening. Um, obviously now there's in, in the UK 
time, you're not exactly sure what events are still going ahead or which not. But um, we're hoping for a late October possible first event. Um, but we'll see how, how, how it plays out. All right, Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. Thomas Fantonda, obstacle course racer. Set your goals and be specific in your goals. Not just uh, wishy-washy, I want to be better at my job. Why not set a goal? This time next year, I want to be my manager. Write that down. Put it down in a diary or something as well. We should have spoken about that. And if you want to become an obstacle course racer, you want to find out more about the sport, S-A-O-C-R. Just do a search for that or search for Warrior Race.